I'm Brianna Hazelwood. I'm an 1851 Research Fellow here in the Department of Chemistry at the University of Oxford. I'm studying reactor dynamics in cold environments. This is new and exciting research, and so we're really looking at chemical reactions on a microscopic level, and this underpins the macroscopic world that we see every day around us. As there are really several fundamental things that we don't understand about chemical reactions, about how they occur, what happens, how it happens, why it happens. And so by looking at this in a microscopic level, we really can gather a lot more information about the reaction process. What we do is we remove all the excess energy from the system and really investigate reactions at very cold temperatures. We achieve this in the lab through using a variety of specialised equipment. What you see beside me here is a Stark decelerator. Here, we inject molecules into our Stark decelerator using a pulsed valve. Now we have polar molecules through this pulsed valve initially have quite a high velocity. It's a narrow velocity distribution, but on average they're moving quite quickly. We want them moving slowly. So we have our decelerator here, and how it works is quite fun actually, it's quite interesting. If you imagine a molecule like a ball, what we're doing at each stage of this decelerator is we're making this ball roll up a little hill. And before it gets to the top, we're switching the electric fields and making it roll up another hill, and then another hill, and then another hill, along each of the 131 stages of the decelerator. And so by the time we reach the shutter here, we have a very nice, slow molecular beam coming through. Our shutter then lets through these slow moving molecules into our reaction chamber. And in our reaction chamber, we have an iron trap. And this iron trap holds cold calcium plus iron stationary. And sometimes as well, other irons are also held within this trap. And so this gives us a way to really control the reaction parameters. We have almost an unprecedented control over all of the reaction variables. And so if we can control reactions and investigate them at very specific energies, we can start to understand how these reactions actually occur. Now, as you can probably tell from looking at some of this equipment, you can't buy it all off the shelf. Some of the items we can buy from commercial suppliers, for example, some of the lasers, uh, the pumps, some of the vacuum components in our camera. A lot of it, though, is custom built. A lot of this, such as the start accelerator and the iron trap, was designed by members of this research group and built in collaboration with the electronic and mechanical workshops in the Department of Chemistry. Now, there are both advantages and disadvantages to this. I suppose some of the advantages are the flexibility that it offers. You can really build exactly what you want, so you can make it to work in precisely the way you want it to work and fit in with the current experimental setup. One of the downsides is that, well, one, you can't have it immediately. There's a time lag, obviously, between designing and building. You don't get the next day shipping that you do on a lot of commercial equipment. And the other, I guess, the other difficulty is that you have to troubleshoot it yourself. There's no manual, there's no tech support you can call up for assistance. You really have to understand how these pieces of equipment work, both independently and together. And so not only do you need to understand your reaction system you're studying, you need to understand how you investigate that reaction system, how these wonderful machines actually work. And so that's really very exciting and very interesting, all these innovative techniques that we bring together to really understand fundamental reaction dynamics.
It's a very hands-on project in terms of the data recording. And it's also very rewarding. It's nice being able to make something and see what you've made and put it all together. And then after we record the data, there's really quite an in-depth analysis to understand what it is we've seen and how that can inform us about the reaction process. And what's also quite exciting and interesting about, about this reaction is that we're using a lot of techniques that were designed and pioneered by physicists. So there really is a close interplay between physics and chemistry here in this project. So we're using these techniques that were developed in a physics environment, but using them to study chemical reactions, which is a, a new way to apply them and a new way of investigating reactions.